Zokta a mace on the first day Yom Tiv Yis Asku Boy Amim and there's an amazing halacha. Goyim is Amir Laakim is mutter for covered a mace. If a mace dies, the halacha is you could tell a guy to bury him to be chal Yom Tiv to bury him. This Yom Tiv mace be Yom Tiv Sheni, but if it's on the second day Yom Tiv Yis Asku Boy Yisrael since it's Yom Tiv Sheni, it's only the Rabbanan. So therefore, even a yid is allowed to be Isaac in the mace. We do not fearzach like this. We do not a yid is not mechal Yom Tiv for. A mace, we'll see maybe why, but it is mutter for a yid to be mechal yom tev for a mace on the second day yom tev. Even on the two days of Rosh Hashanah, even though Mashain came to Beitza, even though by Beitza we said before that two days of Rosh Hashanah are considered like a yemai richta, and we're machmed that the second day, if it's born on the first day, we ask for it on the second day, but regarding this halacha, we don't look at it as one long day, we look at it as yom tev sheni, and a mela a mace, a yid is allowed to be Isaac in a mace on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. This is what Ravas said in his statement. The people from Nahadah said, even by Beitza, they are Nahadah hold. It is mutter if an egg is born on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, it's mutter on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Why? Why do they hold its mother? What's the reason why it should be Aser? Where did all this complication come from? Because we're afraid that El might have 30 days. So Mela, because if El might have 30 days, and we're not sure when the Edom are going to come, so Mela, the next day is going to be Rosh Hashanah, we're not sure if it's the first day or the second day. So Mela, that's why the egg is Aser. But, uh, but Nardoi say, very important concept, to Amr of Chinana, Barkana, Amrav, Mimais Ezra, Ve'elach, from the days of Ezra and on, we do not find Elul to be Mo'ober. There was one time in history by Ezra's days, and after that it never happened that Elul was Mo'ober. Elul always has 29 days. That's taka how it is. Elul always has 29 days. So let's never negate this Shiloh, and therefore an egg on the second day of Rosh Hashanah is always mutter because there's never a chashash of El Mo'ber. We don't have such a chashash. This is what Rav said. Rav was the Rosh Hashiva in Nahardo, I believe. And maybe it was Sur, I don't remember. Have a check, we'll get there very soon. But Agapadim Nahardoi are quoting Rav that an egg that's born on the first day should be mutter. Now Rav himself held that an egg is Aser. Right? We said on the Dada Mabez, Rav himself held like that. But Nahardoi, based on a different Rav, they said that an egg should be mutter because we don't find Elo me'ober. Oh, Marzutra. Marzutra is going back to the concept of mace. Loyamar, and the only time we're matter for a yid to be Isaac in a mace on the second day umtiv, Elo de ishtahi. It's only if the mace sat around, meaning if the mace was born, or was died, and he, it, it, he sat around for a while, so we're afraid the body's going to rot. So then, Chazaw were matter to be Michal yamtiv for a yid. Uh, a yid to be Michal yamtiv. But if he didn't sit around, he just died, even if it's on the second day, Yom Tev, we'll wait, we're not going to bury him with a Yid, we don't want a Yid to be Yom Tev, what's the big deal? He'll wait around a little bit, nothing's going to happen to the body. That's what Marzutra said. Even if he didn't wait, we do not keep him waiting. Yom Tev Sheni, regarding a mace, Chazal considered it like weekday. 
Regarding Yom Tov Sheni, you're allowed to be Mechal Yom Tov. Our few Lamegas Leglima, even to make him a shirt. Or Lamegas Leasa and to cut him a Hadas. They used to put a Hadas there for covered Amaze. These are things that are not necessary. The shirt, Rashi says, not talking about Tachrichim. It's talking about like a nicer shirt that you want to give him. So nowadays we only use Tachrichim. For Gemara Be'ez Hashem, we're going to learn. We are going to the Meseches Ksubis. In Yerushalayim, we are Kadesh. And over there we're going to see why we Dafki use Tachrichim. There's a very specific reason why we Dafki use Tachrichim. Rabbi Steinberg, the second day of Yom Tev, I remember we were learning this halacha, because your grandfather, I believe, was Nifter on the Yom on Rosh Hashanah. It was Shana or Pesach. I remember me and my brother did Shmira on him. He was Nifter in a house, and then they moved him to 7th Street, to the chap- that, that's, then there used to be no Yidin there. It's very spooky. But Akapanam, we sat there, I remember thinking about it, because they moved him from the house to the thing on Yom Tev. He was Nifter the first day Yom Tev, and they moved him. I remember, I remember it was Nifter. So I met, that was my, in my mind. I, was, uh, I don't know how old I was then. But I remember that story. And, uh, and they taka moved him. The first day I did shmir on him, he was in the bed. And the mamish there was very spooky. The next day they moved him to the refrigerator, to the regular chapel. But they exceeded, obviously Goyim did it. Even the Mirka Adin Yidin could do it. But Goyim do it. It's a din. A Goyim's allowed to do it. And a Mela, the Allah is the mamish made it like Kechoyal Shavu Rabbanan. And a Mela, that's the halacha, you're allowed to, even if he didn't sit around, the halacha is you're allowed to, uh, on the second yom of a year, is allowed to do malacha. And therefore, that's what we paskin, a year is allowed to do malacha. We're holding Vav Amar Aleph, seven lines down from the top. Amar Avina v'ha'idna te'ika chavri chayshinan. Today, where this chavri, chavri is a very interesting nation, which we find many times in Shaz. Chavri were a nation that were Rishayim, and they made Klaiso work. So they were, were afraid that if we're going to do malacha on the second day Yom Tov for a mace, what's going to happen is the Chavri are going to see that we're doing malacha. And then they're going to say, oh, you can do malacha on the second day Yom Tov, do for me too. So therefore Chazal said, you cannot do malacha for a mace on the second day Yom Tov because of this chashash of Chavri. So Taisus over here, bases, Taisus Eidna, you can look at it, Taisus discusses if nowadays we pass and you're allowed to do malacha, for, for, with a yid, because the Gemara ends off that this chavri, once this chavri, we have a chashash and a mela, we do not allow someone a yid to do malacha, and that's how we fear zuch, if it's goyim, we do not allow a yid to do malacha for a mace, because Pashta some shenim come from this Gemara for this concept. Ravina have a Yosef Kameidu Rav Asi. Now it can't be Rav Asi because those that are listening to luminaries are going to see Ravina and Rav Asi never saw each other. Rav Asi was a contemporary with Rav Yechanan and Ravina, well, Rav Yechanan was the first generation Amaya and Ravina was the last generation Amaya so they never saw each other. So obviously they changed the gears and it's Rav Ashi who was a contemporary with Ravina or Rebbe but Akapan they were the same time. So Ravina have a Yosef Kameidu Rav Ashi. Ravina said in front of Rav Ashi Bishnei Yom Toivim Shor Rosh Hashanah two days Rosh Hashanah Chazia he saw to have a atziv. Ravashi was very sad. Why are you very sad? Rosh Hashanah is supposed to be sad, no? What are you sad about? Rosh Hashanah is not a reason to be sad. The Pasuk in Nehemiah says, Now it doesn't mean you should sit out and party. It just means that Rosh Hashanah is not a reason to be sad. Rosh Hashanah is a reason to be invigorated. That's what you're supposed to feel on Rosh Hashanah. It's not, Rosh Hashanah is not a day that you're stuck with. Rosh Hashanah is an opportunity. The fools think, i got to get through it. You know, that's a shod. For a person to have to get through it, it's a priceless day. And if you use it right, a person can, take, can get himself a very mutzlech dika year, very mutzlech dika life, like Dvishanam said. But I'll go put him for sure a year. So he asked Avashi, what are you so sad about? 
I didn't make an air of Tavshilin, so I, I, I can't make my Sudas Yom Tiv. And now that's, that's something maybe to be said about. He didn't make air of Tavshilin. So what happened? So we're talking about Rosh Hashanah, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. So he was, so first of all, obviously he was sitting in front of Ravashi. Obviously he said Shir and Rosh Hashanah. So obviously Davini didn't take as long as it takes us. But Agapani Ravashi, was, Ravina was sitting in front of his Rebbe Ravashi on Rosh Hashanah. This was Thursday. And he asked him, what are you so sad about? He said, I'm making Erev Tavshilin. So Shabbos, I'm not going to have food. Right? Friday, Shabbos. You could, uh, Thursday, Friday, I could cook. But Shabbos, I'm not going to have any food. I'm not going to have any So I can't cook. So he told him, Make one now. Rava said, If you hop on the first day Yomtiv, let's say it's a Thursday, Friday, Shabbos Yomtiv. So you could make Erev Tavshilin. Why? You could say, if today's Yomtiv, I don't need an Erev Tavshilin. Because tomorrow is Chayel. So I can cook. If today's Chayel, I can make an Erev Tavshilin. So a person can make it tonight and make it tonight. Very, very important halacha, very relevant halacha. You can make it tonight by Erev Tavshilin. On <coughs> LA, but that's very different because we're talking about Rosh Hashanah. Amar de Amar Rav. When did Rav say it? Bishnei Yom Tovim Shogalius, but only regularly Yom Tov. Bishnei Yom Tovim Shosh Hashanah. Miyame, he wouldn't have a dream of saying it by two days Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is much more chamer, like we see by Beya. So Ravina responded, But in Hardoi said on the top of the Ahmed that Beitz is Mutter on Rosh Hashanah. They had a Shtukotaya because there was never El Mober. So they said Rosh Hashanah is not more Chamer. So what's your problem? Why? Make an Erev Tavshilin. Rosh Hashanah is not more Chamer than a regular Yom Tiv. Make an Erev Tavshilin. Amalei Rav Mordechai. Rav Mordechai was a contemporary of Ravina, and he was also a Talmud of Ravashi. So he whispered into Ravina's ear, "Beferish Amar Limar." Ravashi told me, "Beferish Dilei Savar Lahadai." He does not hold of Nahadai, and therefore we do not paskin like Nahadai, and therefore Rosh Hashanah is more Chamer. Where is it relevant? It's not relevant for eggs. Most of us don't have eggs. It's relevant for medicine. Person, with the, the halacha is you're allowed to take medicine on not Baruch Hashem, we don't need medicine, medicine we shouldn't have a need, but a person Chasham needs medicine on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, you're allowed to take Tylenol. On, on the second day of Yom Tiv, you're allowed to take Tylenol for a small headache, but the second day of Rosh Hashanah, you're not allowed to. The second day of Rosh Hashanah is considered like a Yemarichta, it is not any more Kuladik than the first day, and that's where it's relevant. The Gemara doesn't talk about that here, but that's where it's relevant. The concept, or if you have a chicken in your backyard, it's also relevant, but I can put him for this, it's relevant. For halacha What happens if a chick comes out on yomtiv? So we told that we talk about an egg. What about if a chick? So Rav Amar Aser. Rav said it's Aser. Shmuel v'isem Rabbi Yechanan Moter. Shmuel and some say Rabbi Yechanan say it's Moter. What's the machlekes? Rav Amar Aser. Rav said it's also Muksa. It's Muksa. It wasn't raw. You can't eat a chick inside an egg. There's no purpose for it. So when it comes out, it's right to Muksa. It's not right to eat. So really, Rav's right. They say it's mutter, and there's an amazing reason why it's mutter. A new din, we never had this before in Shas. He says, When a chick is inside the egg, the halacha is you can't eat it. You can't just crack open a chick, even if it's alive. You can't, you're not allowed to shech the chick if it's still inside the egg. It has to come out to be considered a live chick that you can shech. So as long as it was inside the egg, it was like a sheretz. It was like an animal that you can't shecht. Once it came out, there was a special heter. Ah, oh, now you could shecht it. It's mater atzim b'shechita. Now you're allowed to shecht it. Migu, that you have a heter to shecht it, that heter is going to work for muktzah too. An amazing concept. The shechita and muktzah have no shaykh to each other. Two 
totally different Yisurim. But since when it's born, it, get, it gets a heter on Shechita, so therefore it's going to get a heter on Muktzah too. This is Rabbi Yechanan's Shita, huge Chiddush of Rabbi Yechanan. We're going to have it again, Bez Hashem, a similar concept in Yuvamis, in Yerushalayim, Yerakadesh. But this is a very, very interesting concept. This is a Rashi explains the Gemara, an amazing concept. So they asked Rav. Rav said it was Hasser. So they asked Rav. Why is it different than a calf? If a calf is born on Yom Tov, you let it eat it. So the Allah says you let it eat it. So why is this different than a calf that's born on Yom Tov? Why is a chick that's born different than a calf that's born? So Rav responded to them. So here you see before. You should see Rav Asi was talking to Rav. So obviously Rav Asi, Rav was a, was a contemporary of Rav Yechonah. So obviously Rav Asi wasn't talking to Ravina. So because Rav Kana and Rav Asi told Rav, if you shecht an animal and you find a baby inside, you're allowed to eat the baby. You know, it's called a ben pekua. Bez Hashem, we're going to learn. We are going to the Maseches Chulin in Yerushalayim, Yerakadosh. Believe it, you'll get there. Hold on to the train and you'll get there. You won't be sleeping in your bed like the other chavah. Don't realize that Shas is slipping away. But Agapadim, a person, Bez Hashem, we're going to learn the concept that when you shecht an animal and you find an animal inside, you can just eat the animal. It doesn't even eat shechita. Once you shecht the mother, you can eat the animal. So this Egel was right to eat at the beginning of Yom Tov, you could have shechted the mother and eaten the whole animal, including the eagle that was born. So, male, it's not muktzah. It was always roy. The eagle was always roy, but a chick is not roy for anything. When a chicken's inside the egg, there's not, you can't do anything with the chick. You can't eat it. You can't even give it to your dogs. A chick inside the egg, Pasha's the Gemara is assuming, we're going to see in a minute. Is what the Gemara is going to discuss in a minute. A Pasha's the Gemara is assuming that a chick inside the egg is not roy. So, male, the Allah is by an egg. We're going, to see about, we're going to see about dogs in a minute. But the, but the Gemara is assuming it's different than Egel because Egel, that's, an Egel is Roy together with the mother. And therefore, an Egel that's born on Yom Tev, you're allowed to eat. Well, it could be, it could be a dead animal. So yeah, it, could be a de- it could be if the child is dead too. And that's the case. It was born on Yom Tev. So we're saying it should be Muksa. It's not Muksa. Before Yom Tev, was this animal ready to eat? Absolutely. If you would have shechted the mother, you would have been able to eat this animal. So now that it came out... So why are you comparing the Karnabalas to an eagle and then bringing it up into food? The no, that's, this is Rav's territory. The reason why an eagle's mutter is because an eagle... Was an eagle mutter 10 minutes before it was eaten? Before it was born? Yeah. Before, 10 minutes before you could have eaten it. So it's never, it was never mukta. But a chick inside an egg, it, when it was inside the egg, it was mukta. When it came out, all of a sudden you wanted your mouth to make it. There was no, it wasn't Roy when... It, no, you have to shecht it. It's only yomtiv. Yomtiv and animals not muktzah. Right. So let's say it's just walking around. Driving. So I could I could have shecht, I could shecht it. An animal on yomtiv is not muktzah. An animal try to shecht on yomtiv right. is not muktzah. An eagle that was born from from it would, would be muktzah. It's not a ben What a, a ben means an animal inside a mother. If it's born now, that means ten minutes ago it was inside the mother. No, 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 no. It means you shechted, whatever, when you shechted an animal, anything inside the animal is mutter. So, Mela, you could, you could have eaten the animal 10 minutes ago. So, it was not... Huh? Even, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Ba'ez Hashem, we're going to learn. We're going to learn the sugya of Kechal. We're going to learn the sugya of Kechal. We'll see you, Ba'ez Hashem. But anyways, I think, we're talking about, so what's, so this is, so this is Rav Shtigl 
What about if the mother's a treifa? So then you can't eat the child. If you shech the mother, you cannot eat the child if the mother's a treifa. So what are you going to do then? If a treifa gives birth to an eagle on Yom Tiv, there was never a heter to eat the egel, a treifa, shechita's treifa, is not matir, the, the child inside. So meila, l'chayah by an egel, it's not even a treifa, l'chayah should be aser, shasik rav. Rav was quiet, good shayla. Why is an egel that's born from a treifa, mutter? This is Rav, and everyone knows, everyone was assuming for the Rapashit that an egel that's born from a treifa is mutter. Why is it mutter? Rav was masked him to the kasha. What's the grace of Kasha from Rav? Who Rav should respond. Why was he silent? He should say, You're right, it was a trefa, but the mother you were assuming, you're going to give it to the dogs. You're allowed to feed your animal to the dogs. This is Yom Tov over here. You're allowed to kill the animal and give it to the dogs. So Mela, this animal's Roy for the dogs. So since it's right for dogs, something that's muchan l'klavim is muchan l'adim. It was never muchan. even if it's a treifa, it was muchan for your dogs. You can feed it to your dogs. So meila, the child, the, the child that's born, once the child is born, you're allowed to eat it. It's only if you find it inside that you can't eat it. So once the child is born, now, ah, muchan l'adim, now it's muchan for me. So yesterday, you're right, it was only muchan l'klavim. When it was inside the stomach, it was only right for dogs. But now, it's right for me. So for the Gemara, why don't we say that it's muchan agav imar l'klavim? This was Rabbah or Rabbi Yisif's kasha. What's Rav's problem? Why don't you just say muchan agav imar l'klavim? We turn over I'm going to show you a case that something that's roy for an Adam is not considered roy for dogs. How do I know that? We had this in the beginning of Beitzah. You're allowed to cut up gourds in front of an animal on Shabbos. And you're allowed to cut up an Avela. Even though the Avela died on Shabbos and it should be Muktzah, we're talking about Shabbos. Even though the Avela died on Shabbos, the Allah is, it is Mutter to give it to your dog. Because this is Reb Shimon talking. Reb Shimon doesn't hold a muktza. Reb Yehuda says, If it wasn't an avail from Erev Shabbos, it's Aser. Because it's muktza. Before Shabbos, didn't die before Shabbos. It's muktza. The problem is, it's muchan. The halacha should be. We, now, what, what, what's the cheshbon? So, according to Yehuda, the halacha is: it, it, according to Yehuda, if it became the vela on Shabbos, so bein hashmashes, it was roy for a human. You didn't, you weren't thinking of giving it to the dogs. You were thinking of using it yourself, eating it yourself. It was, it's a big discussion. If you're allowed to shechta, now shechta might be Shabbos, but that's not the point. The point is, an animal is considered muchan la adam, and still, if it dies, if it becomes an avela, we don't say that it's muchan la We say it's muksa because from erev Shabbos. You didn't think you're going to give it to the dogs. You think you're going to eat it yourself. And then it became an avela. So we say, Muchan la Adam. Something gets Muchan for a person is not Muchan for the dogs. So we're going to, so if we're going to say, Muchan la Adam, Loi have a Muchan la Klavim, Muchan la Klavim, have a Muchan la Adam, we should say the other way. In this case, where, where it's only right for the dogs, in the case of the Egel, it's only right for the dogs, we're going to say, Muchan la Klavim is Muchan la Adam. If we don't say, Muchan la Adam is Muchan la Klavim, something that's right for a human, we don't allow you to feed it to the dogs because we say it's not considered Muchan. Muchan la Klavim is considered Muchan la Adam. This is what uh, Rabbi asked. Amalei, um, Rabbi responded, and Muchan la Adam la'avim, Muchan la Klavim, something that's right for a human being is not right for dogs. Demai dechazi le'inish, le'ishadi le'klavim. Something that's right for a human being, you don't give it to your dog. When you have something that's right for you, you're not going to give it to your dog. It's, it, it's not no, no pshat. 
So Mela Muchan Adam Levi Muchan Leklavim. But Muchan Leklavim having Muchan Adam. But the other way, something that's right for a dog is considered right for a human being. To daite the inish a kolmiyah the chazile. A person has in mind whatever is right for him. He has in mind for it. So basically, it depends which way you're going. Something that's right for the dogs, for example, an agel, which was right for the dogs because it was a trefa. You have in mind that if the animal's born, I'm going to eat it. But something that's only like a regular animal, which you're planning on shechting, and all of a sudden the animal becomes an avela, and now it's only right for dogs. The Rebbe Huda says, no, Muchan Adam is not Muchan Leklavim, because you don't have in mind, something gets right for you, you don't have in mind to use for your dog, and that's what you pass on the mice, that's Rav's Teretz. The reason why an eagle, Shener Lebna Trefa, is going to be Mutter, is because it's Muchan Leklavim, and therefore it would be Muchan Adam. That was Rabba's Teretz. Tanik have a say the Rav, Tanik have a say the Shmuel, we say Rabbi Yechon, we have a Bryce like both of them. Tanik have a say the Rav, Egel Shanel of the Yomtev, a calf that's born a Yomtev is Mutter, Ephraim Shanel of the Yomtev is Aser, Ephraim is Aser. So my Hefesh ben Zelazeh, why is an Egel Mutter and an Ephraim Aser? Zeh Muchan Agavim and Bishchita, an Egel is Muchan because you could check the mother, for Zehene Muchan Agavim, but the chick, you can't. Uh, do anything with it, so it's nothing when it's in the egg, so it's not rai. So it's not considered muchan agavimai. So it's a rai. This is Rav Shita that a chick that's born a yomtiv is aser. Tanik have said the Shmuel. If you say Rabbi Yechon, have a brayso like Shmuel and Rabbi Yechon. An eagle shenel of the yomtiv mutter. An eagle that's born a yomtiv is mutter. Ve'afreach shenel of the yomtiv mutter, and an afreach is also mutter. My timer. Why is why are they both mutter? Zem muchan agavimai. An eagle that's born is muchan together with the mother. You could have shechted the mother. And eaten it, so therefore it's mutter. And the reason why the chick is mutter, like we said in Laman Alf, is this new chiddush that because it became roy for shechita at the time that it was born, so migu that it's mutter for shechita, it's also mutter for mukta, and a mela, the Allah is its mutter. Tanur Abban in the Braisa says, Ephraach, Shanela Biyamtav Aser. A chick that's born in Yamtav, meaning it came out of the egg on Yamtav, it's Aser, like Rav Shita. An amazing din. This is not really relevant to Baal. It's just an amazing din. He says, even by Chayel, even if a chick is born on Chayel, it's Aser, as long as Lefishal and Ispatchu Einav. It didn't open its eyes. Right when a chick comes out, before it opens its eyes, a Belezim Yaakov holds, it is Aser. It is considered like a Sheretz, even though it's a chick, it's a future chick, but right now it's like a Sheretz and a Mela. It's Aser. That's a Belezim Yaakov Shita. We pass it like a Belezim Yaakov. Keman Az Lahadatan Yehuz. This Bryce are going out like Lachala Sheretz. Hasheretz Alaretz. When the Pasuk says, Kalasheretz Hasheretz Alaretz, the Rabbi Sefroichim Shalai Nispat Chuenehem. It's coming to include Efroichim that their eyes didn't open. Keman Kerabelezim Yaakov. Who is it like? It's like Rabbi Yaakov. So Rabbi Yaakov holds that a chick that is born and did not open its eyes is not, until it opens its eyes, it's, not, it's considered like a sheretz and you can't shecht it. Now the Gemara is going to launch into a few interesting halachas about baits. So this is something that always perplexed me. What does eggs have to do with yomtiv? One day we'll figure it out. But for some reason the Gemara is focusing. You could have had all these Mishnah, it's not Nagea eggs. Punkt eggs is interesting, but the concepts of Muktzah don't really have to be relevant to eggs. It's interesting. The Gemara is giving such a focus on eggs, and the Gemara goes into an interesting sugi about eggs. Zat Gemara. Oh, there's for sure a reason for it. When an egg comes out, when it's Yitziyasa, that's when it's considered finished. 
What does it mean when it comes out, it's finished? What does Rav Huna Marav mean? Listen to this halacha. We'll see inside. When an egg comes out, you can fry it with cheese, right? Even though an egg came from a chicken, you're allowed to put it with milk. You're allowed to eat it with milk. But if it's still inside the mother, let's say you shech the chicken and you pull out an egg inside the mother. Rav Huna is saying, when it comes out, it's finished. When it comes out, the Gemara is assuming that Rav Huna said a statement. When it comes out, it's finished. So the Gemara is going to discuss what he meant to say. So does he mean to say that when it comes out, it's considered an egg and not a chick anymore? At a mela, you can eat it with milk. But once it's inside the mother, you cannot? That's not true. The Bryce says, person shechts a chicken and finds eggs inside, full-fledged eggs, mutaris It is mutter to eat those eggs. If you check, check the chicken and find an egg inside, you're allowed to cut open that egg and eat it with milk. It's not considered part of the chicken. So that's not what Huna could mean. Huna obviously doesn't mean that. So obviously it means something else. If it came out, it's considered roi umuteres Meaning, if the egg was born from erev yamtiv, so now it's considered a full-fledged egg, and therefore you're allowed to eat it the next day yamtiv. But let's say you shecht a chicken on yamtiv, and the eggs are still inside, so then it's not considered a finished egg. And Amela, the halach is, it's usher to eat it on yamtiv because of this isser of bait. So if you find an egg inside a chicken, it is usher to eat it on yamtiv, just like as if it came out. It's not true, also not true. We had this before. Person shechts a chicken, and finds eggs inside. You're allowed to eat it on yamtiv. So Rav Huna Rav is not coming to say it is din, because it's not true. If you shech the tanagalis and find eggs inside, number one, you can eat it with milk. Number two, you can eat it even if you shech it on yamtiv. And maybe he's coming to say, maybe the Bryce is saying a Chiddush. The Mishnah doesn't say it anywhere. Rav Huna has to be Mechadashit because it's a Bryce. Say that it's a Bryce. Rav Huna wants to say it in because it's not a Mishnah. It's a Bryce. And not everyone knew all the Bryces. So maybe that's why Rav Huna is saying the Chiddush. So tomorrow it's not true. Hanami Tanina. We have him before Yisha Mishnah. Beitza Shanel de Yamtiv. The Mishnah that bays in Meseches Beitza says a bag that's born on Yamtiv. Beishami says you can eat it. Beisel says you can't. They only disagree if the egg is actually born. Everybody agrees if the egg is still in the stomach, it's mutter. So you see before in the Mishnah that an egg inside the stomach is mutter. So that can't be what Avuna Merav is coming to say. holds that even in the mother's stomach it's aser. So why does the Mishnah say a case that the egg is born? Why does the Mishnah say a case of an egg that's born? The reason why the Mishnah catches a case of the egg being born is to tell you even if it's born, it's mutter. But maybe, really, if you shech the chicken, you cannot eat the egg. Maybe that's what the Mishnah means. And the reason why the Mishnah talks specifically about a case where the egg is born is to say b'shamah. B'shamah says it's mutter even if it's born, so it's like a nailad, it's still mutter. 
Maybe that's the pshat in the Mishnah. That can't be. Elohadatanya sheikhadas tanagalas umatzabah beitzim gemuris mutaris lachlam biyamtiv. The Brisa says if you find eggs inside, you can eat it on yamtiv. Mani, it's not like anybody. Loi beisham evelai beisil. It's not like beisham. Not like beisil. Beisham holds its mutter even if it's born, and beisil holds its aser even when it's inside. So if you're going to tell me that be, that beisil is asri even when the eggs are inside, so this Brisa that says it's mutter when you find the eggs inside is not like anybody. So Mela, that can't be Pshad Nehavuna, so let's just get clear what we're holding. So an egg, if you shech the chicken, and you find an egg inside, it, it can't, the halacha is the egg is mutter to eat on yomtev, and it's mutter to eat with milk. That can't be Ravuna's Huna's Chiddush. We'll just do one more line. What does it mean? It finishes when it comes out. A very interesting halacha. When the egg comes out, then it has the ability to raise a chick. But when it's in the mother's stomach, it cannot raise chicks. If you shecht a, a, a chicken and take out the eggs, that egg will not raise a chick. An amazing thing. If it comes out a second later, it will. But if it's still inside the stomach, vice takes the birth of the egg creates the opportunity. My nafkamina, the mekach umemka, the nafkamina is for mekach umemka. If you want to sell an egg, a person made an announcement, who has an egg that came from a live chicken, meaning an egg that was born. Let's see, he was announcing. Yavule, they gave him an egg of a, shik, of a chicken that was shechted, meaning it was taken out after it was shechted. So he wanted to take back the money. You sold me a mekachtas. Also, the Kamei Ravami, he came in front of Ravami. It's a mekachtas. I wanted a chi- an egg that was born because I wanted to raise a chick. And you gave me an egg that came from a shechuta, which can't raise a chick. So that's this halacha. It's Pashit. What was Ravami's grace of Chiddush? You would think, that really this guy didn't want to raise the chick. The reason why he was announcing for eggs that came from a live chicken, he wanted to use it for scrambled eggs. Why did he want specifically a chicken that's alive, an egg that's born? That those eggs are a little bit more solid. Those are like better eggs. Eggs that are born are complete. Amamish full-fledged eggs. But really, he doesn't care. It's a little bit, it's only a little bit of an afkamina between an egg that's born from a chicken. Maybe a mekachtas is only if they give you something that's off. Meaning, if you're buying an egg to raise chicks and they give you an egg that can't raise chicks, that's a mekachtas. But if you want a grade A egg and they give you a lower grade, so that's not considered a mekachtas. They give you the difference in price, but it's not considered a mekachtas. Tamash Malan, that it is considered a mekachtas because the person announced that he wants a chick that's daf kabor, uh, an egg that's daf kabor. Rav Huna said an egg, can, an egg can only give birth to a chick if it actually came out. If it's inside, it can't. And therefore, if a person asks specifically for that, it's considered a mekachtas.